0: Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Dan Malecki. We're more than halfway through the Friday Form Panel, Dan Malecki and J. and I'll tell you what, has been a bit of a love-in. We've, uh, we've seen some markets that we don't love or we don't agree with, and we have agreed with one another, and I'm hoping it continues here because I think this market for race seven on the card is a bit of a dog's breakfast as well. <laughs> Now, I've got a bit of a time, a lot of time, everyone's got a lot of time for district attorney. But, John, right in the front row, even money is wrong for me. I've actually made it third pick. Tell me if I'm wrong here, Darren. We've spoken about service choice. was LB2 Jane's has had one run back, the stable mate. I think LB2 Jane's on ability is as good as service choice. Has the gate speed to hold up here was superb first up from a break. And then you've got like Captain who can uh, get a much softer run here, sitting right on the back of LB2 chains if that map works out. The only little fly in the ointment here is, of course, the Mighty Flying Art returning to mm. Douglas, um, claimed and then couldn't get within Kui of anything in Tasmania. The back here, do they immediately go back to the original tactics of um, running him off the gate? You wouldn't have thought so. So I'm thinking here, LB2 chains at $8 and Lark captain at 13 both appeal. And the other one it's going to drop three poles. Finn Frost went as well as District Attorney and looks to be getting an easier run than he probably will here. Is this where we're going to break ranks or are we sticking together?
1: No, look, I've found one at a bit of value. Not not dissimilar to to what you've talked about with District Attorney. He's a very good horse, but it's going to be hard work from seven. And and look, he might uh, rightfully be the favourite, but $2 at that flip of the coin uh, price, that's It's not inviting. Um, I can make cases for a number of horses. You already mentioned Mighty Flying Art, and um, I think you're right there because on his best form, he'd be $3.20 second favourite, wouldn't he, Um, with a possibility of pressing forward because he was tough. Comes off some horrible form, but he also um, rejoins the Douglas stables. So really don't know what to make of him. Probably can't afford to leave him out of your quaddies on a night where... It's going to be tough enough. Um, look, the horse I found was Cobber. I didn't think he had much luck first up. Um, uh, he he, it was still a solid performance, but he, he gets off the gate all right. I thought he was, I thought he was a little chance of getting to the front. Uh, again, you mentioned flying the ointment, and you're probably right because LB Two Chains being second up might look to take cover. Now, Cobber would be a good horse to take cover behind, but. Um, Mighty Flying Art could be the horse that splits the two of them and either makes Cobber work harder or Mighty Flying Art may try to head off LB2 chains. Generates a lot of speed in the race, depends where District Attorney will be at that stage, whether he's trying to press on wide, get to a spot outside of the leader or drift back or try to slot in somewhere. So... Bellman, um, Mick Bellman, he, naturally he's got options, but all of them rely on just a little bit of luck working out. There's nothing said in concrete. It's not a horse I can see blazing across the front of the field and going to the front. Even if something similar to that happened, he'd have to work to get there. Uh, I thought Cobber was a chance of leading, but he didn't have to, to lead to win the race. LB 2 chains may well get the right run. I just thought he was driven cold like he needed the run last week and I suspect he's going to need another run. It's just from barrier number one, he's got a better chance of winning particularly uh, if he took cover. So that's why I thought maybe Cobber could work to the front. Uh, He's my top pick. Three from one, seven district attorney. And, um, and then 10, Outlaw Man. And Finn Frost, I didn't want to leave out of the top four as well. So uh, you know it's a good race. It's a race of depth. When there's multiple horses in that race, you either follow, rate highly, or know that they're ready to win. And we can't fit them into our top four, or I can't in this case. So I've tipped three, one, seven, and 10. Yeah,
0: well, wait for the next race. <laughs> I, think I've got a top, I think I've got a top 12 in the next race. Um, <laughs> I'm in 38 and 40 in the final leg, but I've got five in the quarter here, and I've left Cobber out, but now you're tipping it, I'm throwing it in. So there'll be six in my quarter now. Um, Cobber's trial in the lead-up, the first up run, was excellent. Um, it's, funny, it's funny our varying um, opinions here. You seem to think that LB will be two chains and probably going to be best sort of third up from a break. I kind of felt that way about Cobber. If you don't find the front different story... Um, those two race interviews, I'll be on track the uh tomorrow. I don't believe you will be, Dan. Uh, but I will certainly be asking the question of Gerald Douglas: Are we going? Are, are we running him off the gate? Because I'll tell you one thing for sure and certain: if they run Morley flying out off the gate and they want to lead, they'll lead. He he's very quick. He's quicker than anything off the front row. Um, but I think I'm just not sure it will happen. So I'm going with 8 black uh, captain who came a long way in a short time and. I, Really, the two runs back have been totally incomplete. Went around in a very good race last time out, was flown off the gate, um, did do much work. If he can just sit in behind LB2 Chains here, uh, I think he can potentially run on by. I think $13 is huge, God. Same for LB2 Chains. District Attorney, I hate asking you this question, Dan, but if you're driving District Attorney from out there, what do you do at the start?
1: You probably uh, have a look because you're on outside of everything else. You know, Bellman's got to make up his mind. Because horse gets out okay. I mean, it's not necessarily a field of brilliant uh, beginners, but he's got good gate speed. The confidence of whether he could hustle his way to the front, is that a possibility? It could be with the right horse. It could be if it was LB2 chains that held up early and then looked for cover. I would have thought, or even if Cobber led, um, both of those horses could be prone to taking a trail, and if he did, the right horse would be district attorney. But of course, the flip side of that is, um, if they're confident and get a comfortable lead on either of the two horses I mentioned, district attorney is then obliged to sit without cover. But if that also happened, is there a horse that'll go around the outside to sit parked? Could that be Outlaw Man? If it is, district attorney could end up in a good spot. So I would think Michael Bellman would be more likely to um, come out of the gate without... Uh, putting, you know, everything into plan A, um, but he'll just very quickly... I think he's got an adaptable horse. That This is where uh, Mick has got uh, a good opportunity of uh, having multiple plans that can pay off because I think this horse is very adaptable. I, I, I wouldn't think that he would fire up too much out of the gate, um, but, of course, if he's trapped three wide going into the first turn and they're going hard, he's probably going to have to go all the way back to last. So... It's critical, isn't it? Even a half a length. If you begin too well, sometimes you could be have your neck in front at the post the first time, but four deep and not be able to get in. Um, that might be planned. Is that a, a realistic one? If he went forward, didn't get to the front, could end up one-one by the mile.
0: It's. Po- I think it's possible. A lot of things <laughs> to work out because this is concerning. Even if I don't think that's likely. He's He seems to be a, a real confidence horse at this stage of his career. Likes following a helmet, sprinting late. We saw that last start. If he gets caught breezing, I don't think he can win. Um, and then, they didn't go into the mindset of the other drivers. If they'd see district attorney in the breeze, that little man would be the one, no doubt about it, I would imagine. But then just take that saying, well, am I going, am I going to go around and afford... Uh, maybe the most gifted horse in the race, cover at this point. So, I, look, I just think it's a wonderful race to bet into because when you've got a horse at $2 that um, I think needs a lot of luck to win, this is how I'd be playing. My numbers are eight, one, seven, and 9, but I'd be having $20 a win on Albert 2 James and our well, captain and $5 a win on Finn Frost and Outlaw Man. And you literally can't go wrong. Well, you can go wrong, Dan, and he'll go wrong if one of the other Hawkins wins. But it'll be interesting to see even tomorrow if there's a little move for Mighty Flying Art because both you and I had um, quite unusual love affairs. I found Mighty Flying Art at massive odds one night, and in a period that he was flying, boy, he was flying. Mm. So, I mean,. I think both of us are going to be tempted. It's not in my quality. It's actually, it's a field it's a field leg now. Um, we'll have a quick squeeze at the eighth place in the card, the final leg of the quality, before we go and find out what's happening in the world one more time. Now, do you know anything about where really sweet passion is at first up from a break? Because most interesting one, a lot of ability, a lot of gate speed. Uh, mark, no trial, 15 into $4.80. Um... We often talk about this, no trial can mean uh, we weren't quite ready and we're going to use the first up run as a bit of a trial, and no trial can also mean we're absolutely flying at
1: home and we're not letting you know. Yeah, interesting. You just think that that price was wrong. It won't be the only one on that program we could identify that was wrong. But you know, it might have been wrong in our eyes, but we could have marked something that was at the wrong price that you know others would see as uh, giant unders or, or, or giant overs as well. Um you know, we had a little chat before about being first up and uh, Sweet Passion hasn't raced for a couple of months. Would need to get to the pegs ahead of Aussie Playboy. If that's doable, it opens up the options. Um, can you see Sweet Passion getting to the pegs? Because it's not a $15 shot if it gets to the pegs. Um, no, and maybe four eighty is the right price. The, I, think the, I think the tougher
0: question, I think it can definitely get to the pegs. But the tougher question then becomes, because Aussie Playboy... Can be run off the gate, but he's less likely to be run off the gate over a middle trip than a sprint trip. But then I don't think Sweet Passion would hold the front. So who do you hand up to? Is it Red Hot Assassin? Is it just roll your own? Um, Who who do you hand up to? Because I I couldn't see Sweet Passion trying to lead all the way.
1: Mm, No, I'm with you. I think she'd be better placed um taking a trail leading out and taking a trail so who's gonna be the first one there something that you're going to respect could it be red hot assassin in good form yeah Uh, platinum stride i i wouldn't think i thought he went all right first up platinum stride but he mightn't be able to do that just roll your own is not you know he could work his way forward he might be the obvious one but i don't think he's going to just get there straight away he he'll have to work a bit um what did you say? He gets out okay. But again, he's going to have to toil to get past Just Roll Your Own. I can't see Just Roll Your Own going back. Why would you? Front row drawer? Yeah. You're going to slot into a prominent spot. So I'd say Red Hot Assassin and Just Roll Your Own with the main two. Um, if Red Hot Assassin did lead, could it uh, take a trail behind Just Roll Your Own? So uh, sweet passions on a $4.80 chance then. Um, but you can see her ending up in a good spot, and I understand why what looks like there 's money for her, but I think she was just um, she was overlooked in that early market more so gee it's a, it 's it's a, it's a good race it 's a hard race, just a little sips my tip here, the eight the horses on the back row um, and again, what happens early whether, or not, whether whether or not they generate enough tempo to really advantage the horses from the back that 's the other thing also. Uh, but Just a Little Sip is going to have to get off the pegs, might have to go around them, do it tough. And, you know, wh- what do you make of Kafaji? I mean, first up, he was just too bad to be true, wasn't it? You, you just have to put a pin through it because he was bad. He- he's never been that bad, I don't think. So I couldn't tip him with confidence, but I can't leave him out either. Um, my tips here eight Just a Little Sip, 12 Kefaji, five Just Roll Your Own. And,. Uh, I've thrown in Mirakuru as well because I saw him at $26 and thought he was over the odds um, but might need that pace in the race generated early. Intriguing race I feel like again another race where a horse in the market I've left out in sweet passion
0: I've gone 12, two, 5 and 3 so let me explain I am with Kafaji, but I won't be backing him. I've got him at $4 he is $4 uh, after what you saw first up in the break I don't think, in. Unless Emma Short and Clayton Tonkin specifically um, titled up and whispered in your ear, he's 100% right to go, but get last start. You uh, couldn't back him. So, I mean, this is this, I think this is the toughest race in the card. As mentioned, 12-2-5 and clean my numbers, but the ones I want to back: Mira yes. Prayer mate Steve Clee, who does a great job on Trot's Vision as well. Like, I know it's been a little while since he raced, and that means. That's never a good thing, particularly for a horse like Mirakura, who struggles to get a campaign rolling, but he was a really good last start. $26 is ridiculous. Shorty's mate maybe uh going a shade below what he can, but he's 51 dollars nine for crying out softly. i uh, <laughs> I'd be backing both of those each way, and probably just small. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I'd be getting heavily involved. I'd be playing wide in the quarter and hoping for a little bit of value, but... Um, yeah, the speed map's going to be interesting, but what we do hope for those second line runners, just a little sip, um, shorty's mate Mira the lot, is for there to be some genuine tempo. For Sweet Bash never crack early, maybe Aussie Playboy, kick up, Red Hot Assassin, and Just Roll Your Own fight for the front between them. So that's what we want in the final leg of the quality race. So we've got three more races to go. We'll go to the news. You're listening to the Friday 4 Battle on SEN track with Dan Malecki and Jay Bond back in a minute.